Hello, friends. Welcome back to Actually Adultish. My name is Christina Rice, and I'm your host. I'm a holistic health coach, an NTP in training. I'm the creator of the blog addictedtolovely.com, and I also co-host another podcast called Straight Up Paleo that you should check out if you are a nutrition nerd like me. Very excited to be back again. I always love talking to you guys. And by talking to you guys, I mean talking to myself, imagining you listening to this. This week, I have a repeat guest. She's the best, Lisa Cara. I'll talk about her in a second, but first, let's just get some updates out of the way before we just relish in all things Lisa. So, first of all, Make sure you're in the Facebook group if you're not already. Actually Adultish Podcast Nation. I want to be your friend. So join in there so we can chat. And make sure that you are subscribed and have left a rating interview on iTunes if you haven't already. Because that helps me out a lot to get the word out about the show. I'm also going to be doing solo podcasts more often. I'm going to have one coming up, I think, next week. So if you have a question you want me to answer or a topic you want me to talk about, you can share that in the Facebook group or you can email actuallyadultish at gmail.com or submit it on the website actuallyadultish.com under submit a contact form. Speaking of that website, I had a hell of a week last week. It was just kind of the biggest I don't even know what happened, but I had a really bad few days and our website got hacked. Actually, adultish.com got hacked. So that happened and was really unfortunate and I had a mental breakdown. My blog also got deactivated. So that happened. And then a bunch of my podcast episodes from my other podcast got mysteriously deleted and lost forever, but then found a way to get them back. But it was just all a giant shit show for lack of better terms and I I was it was just a lot but the good news is got it all back up and running crises averted thank god so that was my week I hope you guys had a better week yeah that happened it's okay we're good the good news is I'm very excited because I got a primal kitchen code And if you know me, if you follow me, you know I'm literally obsessed with Primal Kitchen, especially the mayonnaise in particular. I go through like two jars a week, minimum. It's delicious. And they have the best dressings as well. All of their dressings, if you're looking for a healthy dressing, get that. I mean, Primal Kitchen, I love you. Anyway, so I got a 10% off code, finally. So if you want to get 10% off of all of your Primal Kitchen goodies, just use the code WELLNESS, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S, all caps, and you'll get 10% off on their website. And awesome. I want you to join in on the Mayo Love too. So that happened. They unfortunately did not pay me to advertise that, but... I would just want to let you know about the code and trying to get them to like me more. So if I get them sales, maybe they'll like me even more and then eventually they'll pay me to say that. We'll see. (laughs) I love how I feel like if you guys haven't already listened to my podcast about blogging, you should really listen to it so you understand more about how content creation works because I just think it's really nice to be transparent and open about all of this. And I know a lot of people said that that podcast was really eye-opening for them and I'm glad. I I don't know why more people aren't just open about how it all works around here. So there's that. What else is new? I have been basically overdosing on the tahini fudge from my ebook, hashtag no sugar, no problems. And if you haven't already gotten that ebook, I mean, I guess I'm biased, but I think you should really get it because there are so many yummy treats in there. A ton of completely sugar-free, completely sweetener-free dessert recipes. So 
no sugar and no sugar substitutes, all low glycemic, great if you're keto on the candida diet, low carb, just watching your sugar for any reason. I don't think that you need sugar to make a treat sweet. So there's no stevia, no xylitol, no bananas, no dates, none of that. And I have cookies and I have ice cream, I have brownies, I have cupcakes, I have fudge, I've got fat balls, so many things. And you don't really need to be that, you don't need to be a great cook to do it. You know, some they've got some more complicated things like like cake, but then I have like really basic and easy things you can throw in a food processor. Oh, the edible cookie dough. Ooh, fire. Yeah. So check that out at bit.ly slash no sugar, no problems and use the code actually adultish to get a discount. 10% off, I believe. Yeah. 10% off. So I guess that's another random thing. The other thing that I need to tell you about is this week's sponsor, Somnifix. You know I'm obsessed with Somnifix and I'm never gonna stop being obsessed because I honestly am at the point where if I don't have it, I just can't, I won't go to sleep unless it's on. And I was thinking about this the other day because I have a lot of travel going up and I was putting it on my mouth last night and I thought, if I forget this when I travel, I am really, really screwed. So I have to add that to my permanent packing list because I won't be able to sleep if I, like that's my biggest nightmare. My biggest nightmare is to go on a trip and forget a few things. My retainers, (laughs) my Somnifix at this point, my travel apple cider vinegar, and some of my supplements that I love, and my essential oils. I'm high maintenance, I guess. It's fine. Anyway, so Somnifix is mouth tape, if you don't know. If you haven't seen my Instagram post, I think I'm going to need to write a blog post about this soon because it has changed my life. You put this mouth tape over your mouth when you go to sleep. I know it sounds weird, but it's a game changer. And this is specially designed, so it's hypoallergenic. It doesn't hurt when you put it on or take it off. And it's designed to have like an easy release function. So if it's on your mouth and you I mean, you can eat, you can open your, if you open your mouth, it will pop off. So you're not trapped. You're not locked in there. And it has this little breathable vent in the front as well. So you can breathe a little bit through it if you need to. But basically the point of this is that it forces you to breathe through your nose. So first of all, if you have a snoring problem, this would be a great thing to check out because oftentimes people snore just because their mouths are open and they're breathing through their mouths. But really, everybody should be using the Somnifix because everybody should be breathing through their noses. When you breathe through your mouth, it can make your mouth really dry, can lead to sore throat, can weaken your immunity, cause nasal congestion. It can lower your blood oxygen saturation, so many things. And it also... When you you are when you're breathing through your nose keeps you in parasympathetic state so that you can sleep through the night. The parasympathetic state is that rest and digest state. So if you are someone who struggles with waking up in the middle of the night, then I would highly recommend looking into this because one of the reasons you might be waking up is because your cortisol is spiking in the middle of the night and it might be spiking simply because you are breathing through your mouth. And that's putting you in a, in a sympathetic state, that fight or flight state. So it could be that easy of a fix. And for me, that was, I mean, a game changer because now I sleep through the full night ever since I started nose breathing. So something really interesting to look into and because this is something that people don't even think about. If you don't sleep through the night, if you wake up in the middle of the night, this is something you need to address. That's not normal. If you If you wake up, and you say, oh, well, I just wake up to pee. You're not actually waking up to pee. You're waking up because of something else, and then your body realizes it has to pee. So you need to figure that out because that might be common for you, but it's certainly not normal. Similar to how everybody thinks that being bloated and constipated is normal, it's not and should be addressed. So yeah, you should get your Somnifix. It's incredible. Changed my life. It'll change yours. You can use the code CRWSLEEP at checkout to get 15%
off amazing and you can get it through amazon prime you can it could be here in two days maybe less if they're snappy or if you go to somnifix.com and shop through their link it'll just link you straight to amazon too so super convenient use that coupon code crw sleep for 15 percent off and if you get it and you use it please let me know how it goes and what you think because i want to know my last update for you I can't really say, but all I can say, (laughs) wow, sorry, that was mean. All I can say is that a big change is coming to this podcast very soon. By very, I mean in the next week. So get ready for it. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. And I'm sure many of you have already guessed what's happening. If you haven't, take a stab at it. All I can say is... The first 15 seconds of this podcast will be very different from here on out and more. Wink, wink. Okay, bad hint, but it's fine. So that's all I can say. And I love you guys. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about today's guest, Lisa Cara, who has been on this podcast before. If you haven't already listened to my other episode with Lisa, you definitely should. We talk about what the health, because we both think that film is just ridiculous, even though I haven't even seen it. Anyways, today, this episode is just our conversation. I was hanging out at Lisa's house. She's one of my besties. And I just wanted to have her on to talk about all things health and nutrition. And she wanted to talk about all these fad diets going on and things she's seeing in practice. She's a nutritional therapy practitioner and works in a cardiologist's office. She knows her stuff and she's hilarious and I just love her. So if you haven't checked her out, head to zincnutrition.com and find her on Instagram, zincnutrition. She's a blast and she also has a brand new ebook that just came out, The Foundations. That's seriously insane. I'm obsessed with it. So many good recipes, 100 recipes, over 100 recipes, and they're so amazing. So check that out on her website and everything will be linked in the show notes. And without further ado, here is Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Hi. How's it going? Back again. You're back. Yay. And you have a you have a partner in crime <laughs> with do. you. I have a wiener. <laughs> oh my god. I wish you guys could see this sight. She has a little wiener dog poking her head out. Oh my god. She is literally resting her chin. Rosie. She's, she's my little sidekick. Yeah, she is very small. I'm excited. But thanks for coming back on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Always happy to have you. So we are sitting in Lisa's fabulous. Is this a condo? Yeah. A condo. And I'm obsessed with the kitchen and the TV and the large (laughs) couch and the openness. Very nice compared to my little box studio that you've visited before. And Lisa made me liver pate. Yes. And you are welcome in my open kitchen anytime. You're the best. And we're making my cauliflower mac and cheese on my blog. It's amazing. And we're going to grill. We're going to grill slash smoke, right? Yep. Kind of. Partially. Yeah. Salmon and chicken thighs. So it's going to be so good. I love having foodie friends. Okay. People who maybe they haven't listened to your first episode. They don't know who you are. Lisa, who are you? Um, who am I? Oh, gosh. Give a brief introduction. I know you're a woman of many, <laughs> many sides. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'm Lisa Cara, and I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, you know, obsessed with food cooking and food and um wellness and health and holistic health i recently the biggest change i think since i was on your podcast last time is i started working for a cardiologist yeah so i'm definitely expanding my um my practice and have had the amazing opportunity to work side by side with an incredible holistic cardiologist so i'm like learning a ton and spend half of my time there now that is hard to find a holistic cardiologist yeah also you if people want to find you, you're Zinc Nutrition. Zinc if, Nutrition. If people, maybe you've seen her on the gram. She's yes. Zinc Nutrition. Or if you've popped Hashtag over to her website. 
zinc nutrition hashtag zinc nutrition (laughs) i'm obsessed with you yeah wait so how has it been working for the cardiologist really eye-opening how so um just because you you think you know oh it's not like i ever thought i knew everything well maybe i did (laughs) you thought you knew a lot yeah and you realize that um you know everybody is so different and a lot of people are very, very sick. And what we stress about and what we worry about in this space is meaningless Mm -hmm. compared to what these sick people have to worry about. Like I work with really, really sick people and, you know, worrying about how many carbohydrates you you eat in the morning is the least of their worries. So it's like, yeah, it's that. So it's just been really eye-opening and um, a huge, huge. It 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 is. A, it's comforting to work in a medical office that is in network and obviously a Western medical office um, that is practicing in a holistic way. So that's encouraging. I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like it really is humbling because so much of us in the social media space or just what people are talking about in the health and wellness scene is so petty and silly compared to real issues and so many of us have issues that we basically created for ourselves like like Mm -hmm. a lot of us with disorder like past with disordered eating and exercise we just made these problems and we were stressing out about these things and then you look at somebody who's actually sick Mm -hmm. and didn't have a choice you know and it's like that is such bullshit and and these are the these are the only people that need to be following Mm -hmm. these extreme yeah therapeutic diets Mm mm-hmm yeah, not the average person that's actually following these diets. Yeah, so, so let's get into that a little bit. <laughs> we wanted to talk about this. So all of these extreme diets going around. What are you seeing? What do you mean by extreme diets? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I can name them. I think any popular kind of diet on the scene right now is, mm-hmm. in my opinion, an extreme style of eating. That's mm-hmm. Whole30. That's paleo. Uh, not so much paleo. Um, some people can take paleo to the extre- extreme uh, keto, mm-hmm. vegan, um, anything, any style of eating that restricts an entire food group or macronutrient or makes a claim that your entire life is going to change in a short amount of time. I think mm-hmm. that's extreme too. Yeah. People are doing these detoxes, seven, 10, 30 day cleanses, detoxes, and they think that their life is going to change and all their, everything's going to be better. And at the end of it, they're like, wait a second. And then they fall back into their ways. <laughs> quick quick tip if it's seven to ten days it's not real not even 30 like yeah. whole 30, you know I love, well, yeah wait i want to know what you think about whole 30 i'm curious like, yeah. i'm surprised that was the first thing you said oh yeah for sure um and and listen before i actually like studied nutrition and gained you know a fair amount of clinical experience mm-hmm. i was preaching whole 30 Mm-hmm. Just like most inexperienced nutritionists do, because the the ba- the foundation of it is 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 real whole foods, mm-hmm. props, awesome. My problem is the thirty days, because I don't people that go on it. You know, your body is not. I'm sorry, you need more than thirty days for your body to really, really, really change mm-hmm. and, or fix whatever problems. You're gonna like lose a little bit of weight. Your skin's gonna look better. You're gonna feel good, but. 30 days is not enough. And because it is so extreme in a way, people can't follow it for more than 30 days. And people fall off of it with good reason because it's a little bit too extreme for them. And then they feel down and they think they're not good enough. And they think that they're failures. And then the stress that that comes with that. So I just think it's a perfect storm. It works for some people, which is great, but I have found that the majority of the people, it does not work right for. I think that... I think it depends if you're if you're a moderator or an abstainer kind of person. Yeah. Honestly. I know for for me I'm an abstainer kind of person. And yeah. something like that would work way better for me than doing something halfway, but the other half of the population is a moderator mm-hmm. and that does cause those issues. Um but don't you think it's a good way to like sort of I think the idea is kind of people start to see that they do start to feel better sometimes. Yeah. And then that kind of opens their eyes to, okay, maybe I should, you know, diet can affect how I feel. Absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, it definitely makes people connect food to um, 
food, people have lost this connection mm-hmm. with, with food and how food makes them feel mm-hmm. physically and mentally. So it does kind of tie it back to that. But again, it's like people think so much is going to change and, and their life is going to be so different after only 30 days. And that's not how the body works. Yeah. Well, how long do you think it, get, it takes? I just think, I mean, it depends. It depends mm-hmm. on what, what symptoms, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It to- that totally depends. But if you're trying to like completely rebuild, like it claims you're going to like fix your gut and completely fix your yeah, gut. Yeah, that days. is a quite a claim. But I That's think it's a, a really extreme. good exercise for people to help break a sugar addiction. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like, because you have to start somewhere. True. You know? But I guess if they were to admit that it's not going to answer all of their questions, like yeah, it's cure, not. Yeah. cure everything, then that's fine. And it can certainly work with some, for some people, mm-hmm. but that's not the only way. I think that's my, that's my point in this. That's not the only way. That's not the only yeah. way to break a sugar addiction at yeah. all. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. I think that it's just something that's accessible to like, yeah. I mean, we talk about the general pop. It's hard for us because we are in this Los Angeles space mm-hmm. where that seems kind of, old news a whole third you know what i mean but there are people who have never heard of that who have never Mm -hmm. heard of paleo or a whole foods they've never even heard of all these things and then like whole 30 is on i don't know a random news channel in a random state in the middle of the country you know what i mean i think it makes it more accessible yeah to people yeah I i just think that it's just like with anything it's just gotten extreme like you know they get down on people for making non-compliant pancakes yeah that's where i have a pancake if it's made with whole real nutritious food yeah that's cool yeah i think that the sentiment behind it i agree with but i also get like the problem is that people get trapped in it and they think i need to do a whole 30 for the rest of my life or they'll go back and forth they'll go back and forth they'll go back and forth like oh they know they have whole 30 to back to yeah. fall back on so they'll treat their body like a trash can for six months and then do a whole 30 exactly oh no. yeah yeah no i agree okay well do, do you think that's what do but you I think i have mad respect for, yeah i have mad mad respect I, for melissa hartwig specifically and everything she's done in in the space i'm not she's a badass it. i'm just saying that's not the only answer yeah it's not yeah no there's long term you have to normalize things well just like with anything in the health and wellness space, anything can be abused or yeah. twisted from what it was meant. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you think is the most popular sort of, what's the word? I don't want to say fad diet, but I guess yeah. extreme thing happening right now. Keto. Yeah. Okay. Talk more. Keto for sure. What's bothering um, you? And I don't want to be like that girl to knock thing. I'm not like... Ugh. You have to understand though. There's that, that time I'm a nutritional therapist. Yeah. I'm a I'm I am a nutritional therapist. I of all people understand the benefit of a therapeutic diet. Mm-hmm. Um but the people that are following this aren't 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 that aren't that <clears throat> sick. You know, well, yeah. the keto diet was developed, you know, I think it really um was found to be very effective to treat epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And then they found that it was very effective with diabetes and various um, metabolic syndrome and um, uh, dementia and, and autism and all these great things. And it's just, it's super effective. But for the average Joe or, it's unnecessary. or, or average, you know, yeah. Katie or whoever, mm. it, that's not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. It can also be detrimental. I mean, even... It can be do way more harm. Yeah. I mean, even because... You know, Dr. Terry Walls, mm-hmm. who uses it to help with the MS, exactly. right? Put her, she's not in ketosis 100% of her life. Exactly. Yeah, and that's why like, we had her on Straight Up Paleo to we want to make sure she said uh, that, you know? She's a goddess. You know, yeah, she's amazing. So I, But the other thing is that honestly makes me annoyed is that a lot of people are saying that they're keto and they're doing keto, and I'm just thinking, well, you're not. Like... <laughs> it's very hard it's it's like hard some, yeah yeah right. and people they think just like you need to work with the practitioner going on a low carb diet is yeah. keto and i'm like you don't even know what you're talking about you know what i'm saying it's just a buzz yeah term right now and they're labeling it like you know sticking on food items and to sell stuff and yeah you've made it keto yeah congrats and people like to post their plates of there's Hashtag also keto. Yeah, there's like wrong and right ways to do it as mm-hmm. well. You know, there's still the classic just like 
a pile of burgers and cheese and some people think that's keto yeah. and then there's like a nutrient dense terry walls version yeah oh of course it so yeah that one's that one's a tough one and a lot of women i think that it's harder for women to be mm-hmm. successful and feel good and nourish themselves on the keto style of eating and a lot of women are start a lot of young women mm-hmm. and they're like you know kind of running themselves into the ground um so because they think it's because it, everything has become synonymous with weight loss. Yeah, with with weight loss, and you need, a, you know, if you're, you know, for the most part, healthy and younger and active, and especially in your reproductive years, like you need carbohydrates. Yeah, I want to I want to get into that, but I just want to say for people, I get really annoyed when people think that ketosis is synonymous with weight loss. Mm-hmm. It's not. You can gain weight on keto. I used keto to gain weight because yeah. I went I did keto to like help with my gut healing, which allowed me to gain mm-hmm. all the weight I've put on, you know, to restore my weight. Like so it's not the same thing. Yeah. There are people who gain weight on keto, and that's also really common when you see like a couple go on it together. Usually they'll eat the exact same thing and the, the man drops the weight and the woman puts on weight. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's not the same thing. Ketosis doesn't equal weight loss. It just means that your body isn't like, it's exactly. a different metabolic state. Exactly. It's, like for a lot of people, it basically makes it easier for them to cut their calories. So maybe they do. That's a side effect. That's not what ketosis is. Yeah. And people don't realize that. Exactly. So, and it's a lot, it can be a lot harder to get into than people are just, because pe- people will just eat, you know, they'll just be eating their diet, whatever. And then they'll put a picture up on Instagram and it's a plate of, I don't know, a plate of salmon and steamed cauliflower. Hashtag keto. <laughs> Lisa's shaking her head and rolling her eyes. <laughs> That's not keto and you don't you don't just eat one low carb meal and it needs to be high fat and lower in protein and and then you don't you're not just magically in ketosis like yeah <laughs> sorry i get so worked up over it yeah but it, it's um it's a, it's a tough subject yeah and people are so passionate about it i mean it's like when you when any when people start introducing themselves as something like mm-hmm. i am keto i am paleo mm-hmm. i am vegan like i don't say like yeah that's just kind of weird i don't know i don't think it's weird i am paleo sorry about it get over it <laughs> i mean no i guess i'm not i mean i was at one point but i don't know you are i don't know i just think that labels are easier to just help describe to people yeah. Do you know what i'm saying so they just like get it yeah you know when i'm out with somebody i don't if i tell you okay i'm paleo don't take me to mcdonald's yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so but i also okay. think that the term i think that all of these terms are flexible i think it depends who's saying it yeah i guess so like i'm paleo but that doesn't mean i've never had grain in the past since being paleo exactly you know what i mean it's yeah. like what am i doing most of the time it's like what's my template what are you gonna find true, me true. posting about you know what i'm saying yeah so and i think people are also realizing this more and more with keto whereas a lot of people went into it with this strict thing and now you see a lot of people in the ketogenic space are adding carbohydrates yeah exactly <laughs> i i know don't, i don't think this is gonna stay for it's long. not it's it's going to be used in um you know as again as as more of a nutritional therapy for people that are very sick and it can be very effective but that's it it's not going to stay in this like popular weight loss this is the thing thing we keep running to these extremes of all these different macronutrients exactly. we're running out of macronutrients like i'm just in my head i'm always thinking what is going to be the next one because we i think we're running out the of next things one to demonize be, like let's bring it in like let's yeah. try to normalize things like that is that is my goal in existence but it'll never be whole... that way because that's not sexy for marketing uh, that's the well, issue whatever that's what i'm gonna try no i know and that's why and... you're awesome wait okay can we talk since we're talking about keto and like high fat can we talk more about high yeah. fat? Let's just dive into this. Um, I don't even know where I want to go here. I just feel like, especially in the keto space, 
sometimes people the, will be like, this well, is- people are very confused yeah. about what kinds of fat they should be getting. Okay. And this, let's talk. Uh, maybe you can you know, clear things up. For yeah. Me. I think people are very, very confused because people are like, I eat healthy fat. I eat healthy fat. Mm-hmm. And all they eat is nuts and avocado yeah. and olive oil and plant fats mm-hmm. and plant fats. When at the end of the day, that's not actually the, the best essential fatty acid or the most, you know, needed mm-hmm. or, or the, the, the particular fatty acids that actually do support your heart and your brain function and all these other things. Like there's, there's, there's three different kinds of, well, there's many different kinds of essential fatty acids, but when we're talking about omega threes, which is mm-hmm. when everybody's, which is what the healthy fat is. Mm-hmm. Omega three is the healthy fat. Quote unquote. Well, you just well, want your omega threes and omega sixes in balance. Yeah. Exactly, but people are usually most people need very more, deficient in most, three. Yeah, very deficient in three. Unless and so when people me. are saying healthy fats, they're trying to get more omega yeah. three. Mm-hmm. But um, there's different kinds of omega threes. My dog. I'm literally dying over this, this pup. Is the cutest thing ever. She's like a um, baby. But anyway, I have found, and it's so common for people to just get all of their quote unquote healthy fats or omega threes from plant fats. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually not really the yeah. form that your body really, really, really wants and needs. Those mm-hmm. fats are coming from animal products, mainly sea animals and sea plants, sea vegetables. So that's your um, EPA and DHA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plant fats are, are um, ALA. And um, so anyway, people aren't eating enough animal of the animal fats, mainly well, fatty fish. Mm. So, but how much is enough? How do you know if you're getting enough? Well, I mean... You, I mean, I don't know like how to, to like test yeah. to find out if you're getting enough, but you definitely need a few servings mm-hmm. a week, if not every day, mm-hmm. eating some sort of omega-3, in, in particular the EPA and DHA. Yeah. And those come from fatty fish, egg yolks, um, grass-fed meats and butter, sea vegetables, but you have to eat, to eat more. Yeah. It's so interesting because this is another funny one. Everything gets so demonized. I mean, in if you get into the really into the health space, a lot of people are saying that creating this fear on saturated fats because of the, the endotoxins. Oh, well, yeah. That's, and you're getting so deep into that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. This yeah. Is and, too much. and that's that's I mean, ridiculous. It comes to it, it kind of comes down to like whatever fat exists in nature mm-hmm. and most fats that exist in natural nature are saturated mm-hmm. or have some saturated fat in yeah. them. And like, why could you, what, on what planet do you think it's healthy or, or right to consume this highly processed? I mean, we're talking pressurized, heated, broken down vegetable oils Yeah, and not a perfectly whole unadulterated, substance like Mm -hmm. nutrient that comes down with any nutrient like yeah i just people don't think about it like that (laughs) i think of like like, i think of all nutrients as like code (laughs) like code for your body Uh and if that code is broken under heat or pressure or whatever crazy process you're putting it through then your body's like what Mm -hmm. this is broken not gonna use it but so what if somebody went too far the other way? What if they were just only using satur- saturated fats? Well, then, I mean, same thing. Yeah. They would be out of balance, you mm-hmm. know? Doing, like, you got to make sure you get a, a wide variety. Yeah. So we love our fats, right? But just not, you You need zero of the processed fats. Yeah, yeah. Zero. Do you see a lot of people way overdoing it on the nuts? Yeah. Because I see that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And those are great. I would never be like, oh, it would be, it, see, this is how I would counsel somebody. It's not, you're eating too many nuts. Stop mm-hmm. eating nuts. It's, you're not getting enough. You need yeah. to eat more of this. Mm-hmm. So let's eat more of that. Yeah. Yeah. True. What, what in your opinion is a high fat diet? Ooh, like in a good way or in a, bad way i guess both i this is another term i mean thinking about the keto thing too you know i see it in so many extremes i see people saying i love my high fat diet i have you know 20 grams of fat a day or like see i see people 
saying it's my high fat diet i pour it's in the other extreme it's like i'm eating you know all these fat bowls oh don't oh my god i could fat go bowl? have you not seen these what, excuse me what's a fat bowl are you talking about fat ball no bowls a fat bowl so it'll basically be oh, like Lord. coconut yogurt with two fat balls and and a We've pile gone of from fat ball a to pile fat of ball? nuts and seeds <laughs> I'll show you a photo. A pile of nuts and seeds next to that. A pile of flax next to that. A pile of chia seeds next to that. I you mean, that kind of sounds like my breakfast every day. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I just think it's I mean, getting a little, a, fat, but a little out of hand. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, you haven't seen these all uh-uh. over? Everybody's doing these fat bowls and then they're coming to me and I'm like, well, yeah, no wonder your digestion feels wow. like Ouch. a pile. Okay, I'm going to have to show you a photo of this later. But I just feel like it's swinging really far in different directions. Of course it is. Yeah. No, absolutely. It is. Let's talk about carbohydrates. Mm. <laughs> Yum. Yes. Yum. All right. So. Poor little what carbohydrates. Do you, yeah. Well, I mean, what? Are, well, tell Poor me how you're feeling guys. about, about their. carbohydrates. <laughs> okay. You need them. Yes. And what's, what I have found to be so exciting, um, a lot of my people that I work with have been, you know, you know, have extreme fatigue and adrenal fatigue and a lot of hormone imbalances and all of these crazy issues. And they, you know, they think they have to go super high fat and, and, and cut the carbs or whatever. And the second they introduce more carbs, it, it all regulates and then, Women especially need, women, I swear, just like need more we're, food in general. Yeah, we're way more we complex. More we do need more food. We need more carbs. Um, you know, our systems are so much like more sensitive, I, I feel like, than male. Or we just admit it, but whatever. <laughs> but no, we need carbs. No, we are way With more right- sensitive. Scientifically, we are more sensitive to cortisol. Yeah. And when yeah. we are not getting enough of these nutrients and these macronutrients, of course, our bodies are going to be more sensitive to this. And it, it mm-hmm. seriously all ties back to our sensitivity to cortisol. I swear, everything. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just the right carbs, you know? Mm-hmm. As with anything, it's just eat the real stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eat the real stuff. And, and, you know, there's some items, there's some food in general that we, um, somewhere along, along the way, you know, probably right around the agricultural revolution, um, or the industrial revolution, we stopped properly preparing food. And, and, you know, now a lot of popular diets just cut out food groups because they acknowledge it's a little bit harder to digest. Well, we just have to start preparing them. Right. You know, I'm talking about grains and beans and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, talk more about that. So like, how do you prepare those? Uh, typically, you know, soaking and or sprouting. So what does that mean for people who maybe don't know what that means? Yeah. That basically means that there, there's a, there's a particular plant compound that, um, that keeps grains and beans kind of safe in nature until they're like, um, you know, planted and they're watered and they're you know able to like <laughs> germinate and sprout the little sprout. But that's very hard. Well, that's not only very hard. It's, it's basically impossible for the human body to digest. We don't have the proper enzymes to break that down. So you'll see that, um, you know, that's acknowledged in, by, by many because, you know, grains and beans are hard to digest. Well, if you properly you know, if you properly prepare them and properly handle them, they're much easier to digest. So, mm-hmm. I mean, some people still can't at the end of the day. Um, but what is that act? So how do you soak and sprout? Uh, it's pretty easy. You just like soak it overnight and then you put it in some sort of vessel that has a little bit of air. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you drain it, but mm-hmm. it still has a little bit of moisture in the jar, or the bowl or whatever it's in. Cause it needs a little bit of moisture to, to break down the, those compounds Yeah, and you just kind of let it sit out and, um, it, it eventually just like sprouts. Okay. And you have it soaked and, and then you sprouted. just cook them accordingly. Like you normally would. How long does that faster. take to, to, to sprout? Yeah. Uh, it depends anywhere from like two to three days, two well, to four days. What if you soak, but don't sprout? Um, some, that's good enough for like, say like lentils that have a much thinner little, mm-hmm. little casing and it's okay for rice and quinoa, but for like the harder grains and the harder beans, you should probably sprout. Okay. Do, do you have a resource for people? 
to learn about I this? I mean, me. Yeah. They can go to my website. Okay. And if you go to my website and sign up for my newsletter, you actually get a free smoke soaking and sprouting guide. Oh, nice. Boom. Boom. There it is. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so you find that a, are a lot of women that you're seeing like coming to low carb. Oh yeah. Okay. Too low carb. Yeah. I think I had a, I had a, I had a, I was working with somebody just last week. I swear to God, people, I'm going to start calling myself the period whisperer. (laughs) So many of my clients and patients, I have clients in my private practice and patients in the medical office, but that have got, that are getting their period back. And they call me like crying and so ecstatic. And it's like Whisper the greatest to me. thing in the world. I'm like, yeah. Anyway, I was working with somebody just last week and um, they got their period back within a few weeks and it was exciting, but I'm sure it was a result of other things that they were doing that just the week that they were working with. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Other things. So that's a big, do you think that it's like people are afraid of the carbohydrates yeah. or they just not realize how low carb they're going? Both. Okay. I think that people don't realize that just being on a, a diet that's like a whole foods base is naturally low in carbohydrates. Oh, totally. Like, you know, so, but then we keep going. Yeah. We keep going and going and going. Yeah. So, I mean, how much carbohydrate do you think women should be? Um, I, I, it's so hard. It obviously depends, but yeah, you, you, you need, you need carbs Mm -hmm. like, like throughout the day, Mm -hmm. like every meal should be balanced with protein, fat and carbs. Mm hmm you know, a yeah. decent serving. What? And don't be afraid to eat carbs at night. And sometimes a lot of That's people. That's the best time to eat them. Yeah. A lot of people with. It supports with, your with sleep the, a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it regulates, um, you know, that entire system. So yeah, nothing wrong. I eat a half a sweet potato, like right before I go to bed almost mm-hmm. every night. Ooh, dessert. Yum. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I saw you. Were you the one who was dipping it in your Koyo? Probably. That's usually what I do every yeah, day. Yeah. Such a such a killer combination and carbohydrate yeah well okay i think this is a funny one a lot of people are really scared of putting their carbohydrates with their fat oh i hear that a lot too yeah and that's when you should that's when you should to help you know yeah i don't know where that came from some book because uh, i'll tell you where it came from because people say that if you are having the carbohydrate it's going to make your body more likely to store fat. So that's not when you want to add the dietary fat. Whereas I look at it as you want to like lower the blood sugar response anyways. So you want the fat to help things. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So I, I just think the blood. I don't know. And also these food combining things. If one more person comes, do you tell to this to you? Yeah. The food combining. Yeah. I didn't even know that this was still, I don't know. It's not kind of the same thing. Similar. Yeah. It's like, well, that one, it's kind of opposite. So you're not supposed to have a starch with a protein. Yeah, because it's no, too much for you to digest. I will tell people apparently. to make sure they're eating fat with their carbs. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously to manage the, you know, your blood sugar reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I typically do recommend eating fat with carbs. That doesn't mean you shouldn't eat carbs. Yeah. That doesn't mean carbs are bad. Yeah. It just means that, you know, it's, it's a little bit easier and safer on your body to eat it with some fat. Can you think of some signs? But you're not going to die if you don't. Yeah. Can you think of some signs of being too low carbohydrate as a woman? Oh yeah. Um, fatigue Mm -hmm. and brain fog, uh, anxiety, Mm -hmm. anxiety is a big one. Uh, lightheadedness, shakiness, um, just general weakness. Yeah. It can also really emotionally and physically can also really affect your sleep. Yeah. I think it's a big one. Yeah. You know, I also will get, um, muscle spasms. Yeah. You know, weird things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if you're working out, you know, you just notice like you feel, dead you just hit a wall depleted you just yeah. hit hit a wall absolutely yeah. yeah those are all 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 signs and period props and period yeah, hormonal stuff for yeah. sure let's talk more about the period stuff oh you <laughs> periods <laughs> what is that i just feel so bad it's just so it's almost like cool yeah to not get your period these i days. wrote a blog post about that did you see that yeah because it's 
it people are acting like it's cool and people are like or like whatever yeah it's cool it's convenient it's in, in more so with younger girls not so much in my <laughs> generation yeah <laughs> but i would say you know late teens early 20s um they Can- they don't care they they feel like it's almost like they've reached uh, but that's well, the because they're just thinking of, about how it's easier right now because they don't. Yeah, buy, and they don't you care. Know, yeah, because they don't want kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I was one of those. I never wanted kids, and I lost my period for three years. I was like, who cares? Yeah. Well, I had a doctor tell me I couldn't have kids. Yeah. I couldn't have children because my hormones were so messed up. I was like, oh, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. And now I'm like, what was I thinking? Yeah. And of course, I was on every one of these diets that we've just <laughs> talked about mm-hmm. do you think do you think that's like w- what it is like why are so many people over is it the dieting o- or the over exercising extreme styles of eating absolutely what are you seeing with the exercising um just just over exercising in general mm-hmm. um just too much too hard too fast too just yeah. too much. I think what's hard is a lot of people don't feel like they are because they feel fine, but they don't realize their bodies have just gotten used to it. They don't feel fine yet. They're not doing the one, like the most natural yeah. and, and, and most important, the yeah. only meaning that you're on this life function. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Yeah. Huge red flag. If you are not menstruating, huge red flag. Okay. So can we talk about long term? Why is it so important? Why is it so important? Well, you, that's just the shirt. That's like, that's what can happen. Hormones are balanced. Mm-hmm. You are naturally menstruating. Mm-hmm. Here at the end. But I think people need concrete examples of why they, why they should care if their hormones are balanced. You know, cause you're talking, if you're talking to 18 year old Susie, who's just like, I don't care. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not until their hair starts falling out and yeah, they, wow. you know, like uh, they see things like physical symptoms yeah. of it that they start to care, which yeah. usually doesn't show up for years later. True. I mean, even, I guess, yeah. Why does, I mean, I didn't give a shit about, I didn't even know what a hormone was. Yeah. When I was you're like, I don't care. 20 years old, um, which, which is a valid point, but it's, it's so important for just like your long-term health and well-being and, and more so like you, just your happiness and mm-hmm. like um, your mental well-being. Um, hormones greatly affect that. And, um, you know, uh, hormone imbalances are, are a very common precursor to many diseases that you don't want to have. Mm-hmm. So all these things that pop up when you're older and people don't know why it happened it happened because you weren't taking care of yourself when you were younger. Yeah. And I, and I think that so many young women are on the pill too. And they, um, so they're kind of like mechanically forced to, Mm -hmm. to bleed when that there is a pretty, you know, you can argue that that's not a natural period and your hormones aren't balanced. Those are fake hormones. Yeah. So, okay. So first of all, let's talk about, okay. So if you were sitting here, not thinking it matters that you don't have a period, realist you could become permanently infertile right yeah yeah because if you don't have if your hormones if if you don't regulate Mm -hmm. then absolutely you are not going to be able to naturally become pregnant there are tons of like very unnatural ways that you can get pregnant these days which Mm -hmm. are you know uh, an obvious you know due to the advancements of medicine like you can make yourself pregnant i'm sure but do you really want to do it that way Mm -hmm. like what's the long term you know yeah hormones also i think this is a, this is a good motivating thing it affects your skin oh my god yeah big time yeah that's a physical symptom you can see if you're in your weight yeah and your weight your weight like, huge people yeah are like i eat so perfectly healthy i work out all the time i you know do it's all not about that diet, yeah. d- diets and and i'm still overweight your hormones are out of mm-hmm. whack exactly typically when all these seemingly unrelated symptoms are happening and you can't you eat really well and you exercise blah blah, blah it's hormones mm-hmm. it's your hormones exactly and oftentimes with, I mean, the population we're kind of talking about right now, it's as soon as they stop working out, mm-hmm. like then they lose weight. <laughs> yeah. You lose weight and your hormones regulate and you're happier and your skin improves and all these things actually are way better. Yeah. Okay. So Just chill out. can we talk about the, the birth control pill? Sure. So 
the birth control pill is p- putting hormones into your body. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So what are what do you suggest in terms of birth control? Oh, um, well, I definitely, you know, in a perfect world, wish that women would educate themselves and not just jump on the pill without knowing what they're doing to their body. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's absolutely natural ways of, um, of preventing pregnancy. And I think that young women need to educate themselves on that or like schools need to educate them or, you know, it's like, instead of just jumping onto the pill, you can naturally re- you know, monitor your cycle and manage pregnancy that way. Like it's very almost, it's like pretty easy to do. <laughs> okay. Can you explain how? Like, yeah. let's give some concrete. What could you do instead of the pill? Yeah, sorry, my dog's walking around. <laughs> you can't hear that. We need to get his nails clipped. <laughs> um, yeah, you can monitor your cycle a few different ways. You can um, track your temperature. And based on your temperature, you can you will see a specific increase when you're about to ovulate. So mm-hmm. then you would abstain from sex, you know, around those few days. You can um, monitor the mucus, uh, which is like discharge, you mm-hmm. know, like the white stuff that we all have. Um, that is when you really start paying attention to your body and the way that it changes throughout your cycle, you will notice a direct connection between when you are ovulating and the, the, uh, the thickness and the color and the smell and the texture of your uh, vaginal mucus, your mm-hmm. discharge. That's another way. Um, there's tests that monitor ovulation, you know, that could be cheaper than the pill every month. Yeah. You know, just, uh, take, you know, you can pee on a stick and you can, um, there's ways, there's ways. I mean, there's a very small window of time during the month that you can get pregnant. And, um, that's what I really wanted you to talk about. I don't think people realize that. Oh yeah. It's, it's, although people do have mistakes and they get pregnant when they're, they're unplanned, but when it comes down to it, you are, there's a very small window of time every month. And mm-hmm. if you're really on top of that, you don't need to be on a pill. If you're on the pill, just this is what gets me. People are on the pill purely for birth control. Yeah. And you're really f- fucking up your body mm-hmm. for really, you can't use condoms. You can't monitor your, uh, your ovulation. You can't, yeah. you be more in tune with your body to know, and mm-hmm. you have to inject those artificial hormones in your body. It's just, it's sad. People yeah. think it's safe and assume the doctor gave it to me. It's okay. Yeah. But it's also just being handed out like candy. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, oh, you have acne? Here's a pill. Mm-hmm. And, 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 which is totally makes no sense because you, you, oh my God. What gets me a lot too is a lot of young parents put their, um, and young women go on it to manage PMS and their cramps yeah. and their endometriosis and their, and their mm-hmm. painful cramping. Why wouldn't you address why that painful cramping is happening? Yeah. It's a band aid. Not putting the band aid on it. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing. Um, if you're having extreme PMS symptoms, that's a sign of hormonal imbalance. Mm -hmm. That's not normal either. What about, I think that coming off the pill can be really scary for people. Oh yeah. You're, you could, you could, you could be real wacky. So do you have any advice around that, around coming off? I think definitely having a plan in place, working with a practitioner Mm -hmm. and, um, having a solid foundation, like really taking care of yourself a few months before you wean off of this to have a solid foundation, mm-hmm. like making sure you're eating right and drinking right and resting and doing everything that you can to have it in place, then start weaning yourself off. Okay. And, and eating enough carbs and fat for the love of God, carbs and fat, because especially fat, because these hormones, these beautiful hormones are made from these essential fatty acids that we are not getting enough of. So put up protein. Well, yeah, and proteins and stuff. I think, I think honestly, people like get enough. <laughs> okay. They usually so you're get not enough. worried about it. Yeah. I mean, unless they're, they're vegan and it's a whole other subject. <laughs> we already talked about what the health last time. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Let's not go there. Yeah. So, well, so the first thing you said when I asked you that was work with a practitioner. Yeah. You don't think it's a good idea to just go on the internet? And find oh, a plan. Oh, oh dear God. Oh dear God. <laughs> Can we talk about this? <laughs> oh dear God. Or or follow an Instagram influencer <laughs> that has absolutely no credentials whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> and follow what they do on a daily basis. But you don't, don't okay. Do it. I don't want to I don't think you have to have credentials to know what you're talking about. I know a lot of people who don't technically have credentials who are really smart. 
but then chances are they know a lot about what has happened to them. Yeah. And they know a lot about their experience and their body and, mm-hmm. and they know how to fix that props. You're mm-hmm. at, you, 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 you know more than most people, but they don't know the big picture and really how to address every other human body out there. Not that yeah. anybody does, but yeah, they're no. an expert on their crisis. That's not yours. Yeah. Yeah. But I just think that a lot of people, I want to talk about this because people are going to say, this is why people turn to just these online resources, these internet people, Mm -hmm. because it's free and it's available and they don't see a problem. Yeah. And I just want people to understand that sort of you get what you pay for. And if you're not paying for it, (laughs) yeah, there's a limit to how much you can help yourself. Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. Um, you know, um, I think that there's a big resistance in that population to work with somebody. What, like the, the, the teen, early twenties. Well, yeah. I mean, there's just a flat out, they can't afford it. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about that before too. And that, that is a true issue. Um, but some things it's like cut your gym membership or don't buy the bag. Like, or yeah, don't buy the bag. Don't buy the beer. Yeah. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like don't, I mean, it costs, it costs 20 bucks to go to the movies. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's going to, you, you have to invest in yourself at some, in some capacity. Yeah. And I think that people don't get big picture. It's maybe you spend more on a practitioner now, but okay, you'll save money birth control if you have to pay for it, if it's not covered. Uh, but what about those medical bills that are going to come up in 20 years? Exactly. That's the thing that people don't think about. Yeah. What about the cancer? That's how, that, that's more so. I, I I have more trouble with the older generation, mm. uh, actually. Interesting. Because they, they, they don't understand, you know. What are they? I feel like they're, they're just so buying healthy food or, or spending money on their health. They don't do it because they're oh. just like. I feel like it, it's from a different place. I feel like they're just so ingrained in their habits. Yeah. I feel like people, the younger it's generation out, is just looking everywhere for all this free information and they just want all this information and are just copying everything they see. And then the older generation is the opposite. They're just stuck in their ways yeah. and don't want to admit that they need help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like true. different. Um, how do you convince people who are older? How do you, uh, well, I actually work with a lot of older people in, you know, at, at the clinic, but that's coming from a place where their doctor is telling them they have to see a nutritionist. So yes, they're they a little bit to. more willing. Yeah. I you think know, they're sick. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, it goes back to they're seeing these symptoms. Yeah. Like, it's, and this is what's hard for me is I but get they, this. They, they get more results after changing their diets than yeah. any medication that they've ever been on. And a month of following a therapeutic diet, they feel better than they have their whole lives. And a lot of them are very frustrated. Like, why didn't I do this before? Yeah. Or why that generation especially is really like fell victim to our food system. And yeah, it's, it's sad. sad. And they're so sick. And like, they wish can, they knew so it we before. We can like save our yeah selves what we're doing is the opposite we of course have taken it to the opposite extreme and we're like making ourselves sick from trying to take care of ourselves yeah it's like we just have to just bring it back that's not always it depends who you're talking to the people that we are see a lot yeah but i always forget there's this whole other population you know i look at a lot of college students for example right yeah who don't think they want to be healthy, but they're just say, well, my friend, I can't give that up because you know, my friends drink and we eat this every weekend. Like yeah, this is college how is to, tough. College is just like, you got to assess pool of <laughs> damage to your body. <laughs> yeah. Mentally, physically. But I think that we all have the power to make our own decisions. Yeah. That's just peer pressure. Yeah. It's just peer pressure. I was not as strong as you in college. I was the other side. Well, this is the thing is like that younger generation, my generation. I mean, I always think if something hadn't happened to my health, would I ever have given a shit? Yeah, true. It's like I I had to, it was happening to me physically. Like yeah. I, I had to address it. And what's really hard is people aren't realizing that what they're doing now is going to show up when they're 35. And I get this response from girls all the time who like I'll have clients who are 20, 21 and they're saying, well, I see blah, blah, blah. And she exercises this much and she eats this much and she looks great. And she says she feels great. And I go, 
first of all, you don't know that. Second of all, what's she going to look like in five years? Yeah. Because sometimes it takes five years for all this hormonal crap to catch up to you. And then you you all of a sudden have no control of your weight. You gained 30 pounds. You, you know what I mean? It's a total roller coaster. Yeah. But it's like, and it doesn't show up for years later. Yeah. Or like the, like, like the adrenals, like the cortisol stuff. Like we're just wiping ourselves out and we're yep. just skating by now myself. And I'm like, shit, I'm fucked in 10 years. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, we, in you and I especially, I mean, we talk about nutrition and all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. Like it almost doesn't even matter because the amount of stress that like yeah. we all are under in this current state of affairs and how much I we know. work and lack of sleep and all the toxins in the, it's like, whatever. I know. It's like, I'm, I mean, I have a cell phone. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. always be, you know, like there's something everywhere. We just have to do oh, our best. So maddening. But well, anyway, let's talk about the good. Side. The good, <laughs> the good thing is that you have an, a new ebook. Yes. Oh my God. Woo-hoo! tell us about it it's happening (laughs) like a million years later um you know it's it's kind of just a a guide to in what in my opinion is just like the foundations of healthy eating yeah and it's actually called the foundations by zinc nutrition and it just kind of lays out five foundations that I am truly, you know, passionate about. And I'm pretty confident if you follow this like simple guideline, you're, you're going to feel great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not some, it's not a detox. It's not a cleanse. It's not a crazy diet. If you're sick and you have some like severe symptoms. Yeah. You're going to have to go deeper than this. Yeah. This is for all of the, the women and the men out there that are just want to prevent anything and that are like just want to learn how to like fuel their body and um it's simple stuff and then it has like a hundred recipes in it you guys these recipes recipes. oh my god i'm dead there's so many good ones i was looking through and i was like we have to make this and this and this what's your favorite one in there oh gosh there's it's a literally a book of all my favorite recipes so that's hard i mean obviously my waffles and all that stuff but um, epic waffles yeah there's some amazing main dishes in there um some fish dishes and organ meat dishes and fermented foods there's a bunch of kraut and probiotic yogurt and it's just all my favorite food can we talk about your wellness shakes yeah so okay she has so many good wellness shake. There's if like you a guys, whole chapter. If you guys don't follow her, Lisa is wellness like shakes. known for her wellness shakes. She <laughs> has these these veggie ice. I love it. Um, I want you to make wellness me one. You make it so wellness, thick. Um, wellness bowls. Yeah, yeah. They're and wellness wraps. They're so good. Okay, why do you? Is this what you have most? breakfast yeah yeah so why i I legit eat everything on my instagram what is the philosophy behind the wellness shake um it's just a vessel (laughs) for all the nutrients Mm -hmm. you know it's just a way to really start your day um with a bunch of beautiful vitamins and minerals and fats and carbs and i'm busy so it's Mm -hmm. easy on the go i can blend my shake and be out the door Mm -hmm. um yeah, I just, I just. When love did them. you start making these? God, I don't know. I love it because you make the type of smoothie. I'm gonna call it a smoothie that like I yeah. like, and not many people make a it's smoothie that super... I would drink. They're actually nutrient dense. Oh yeah, this is you know what I mean. Yeah, there's, and they're so thick. they're very low in sugar, but yeah. they're not really low carb necessarily. Um, but what's the key to a good smoothie? I think it might be easier. What are some mistakes people make when it comes to trying to make a smoothie? Not enough fat. Okay. Yeah. Not enough like nut butters or what's enough nut butters. Um, at least a tablespoon or two. Okay. I feel like everybody puts a tablespoon in. Um, I don't know. Some people are just all fruit and they don't want to put the fat in the nut that's butter. That's weird. Or still, um, and that's then like I use still a lot of freely. coconut milk, like full fat coconut uh-huh. milk. So that makes it creamier. And honestly, I think the secret is cauliflower. Yeah, it is. You can't even taste it. I know you can't. I mean, that's all news. Everybody knows like we blend cauliflower, but do you do zucchini? Yeah. I find that sometimes zucchini makes mine more watery. Yeah. I, zucchini isn't my favorite ingredient. Like my staple go-to always is cauliflower, yeah, spinach, bunch of seeds, nut butter, and then like I switch up the fruit. Mm-hmm. Like I put a little 
fruit in there, sometimes acai or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It changes literally every day. You are just, what was that one that I saw that I wanted to make? Ginger, ginger, what? Ginger spice. Yeah. Ginger spice. Ginger wellness. spice. Yeah. Like just ginger. Oh yeah. Butter. She has so many good recipes in there. Yeah. There's a lot of like ginger, there's ginger spice freezer cookie in the cookbook as well. That's bomb. What the hell? Oh it's my God. So that good. sounds amazing. It's delicious. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, everybody. So it comes with all of those recipes mm-hmm. and then the other part is just kind of like the load down on all the foundations and it's really basic and easy for everybody. Yeah. Like if you want to learn how to eat healthy, just get this basically. Yes, exactly. Amazing. There's a few other freebies that you get along with it too. Like what? Um, like a sprouting guide. Ooh. Yeah. Just all, everything you need to start. Everything you need. And it's all, where is it? Your website? Yes. Zincnutrition.com. Fabulous. I love it. I cannot wait to make all the recipes. And I want to make that um, coconut crusted cod. Yes, you're going to die. You're going to yeah. love that one. And guys, right now we are actually smoking salmon and chicken, chicken thighs. thighs. And it's starting to smell good. Yeah, it's going to smell gonna go real feast. good. We're so excited. Well, thank you very much for joining thank me. Thank you. I love you. You're the best. I love you too. So head to zincnutrition.com, right? Yep. And they'll find you there. They'll and go find me there. follow Lisa on Instagram. Or if you happen to be running around Glendale, you might find her out in Narnia over here. <laughs> no one lives out here. Oh my God. It's, yeah, uh, if you live in Glendale, please be my friend. I said on my story, I go, it honestly would have been faster for me to go to San Diego today <laughs> than it would have been to come to Glendale. I, I will feed you. <laughs> the things I do. Yeah, but no, the food's going to be good. And this that liver pate. Woo! That's in the Snaps. cookbook too. Snaps. Oh wait, one thing. In the just before we wrap up. Yeah. I love how you are ferment queen. Oh, such a wonderful can thing. you just tell people why they should really have fermented foods in their diets oh because of the 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 beneficial bacteria the beneficial bacteria yeah, the good bugs mm-hmm. we call them the good bugs okay what are your favorite fermented foods what's a good start out what if somebody's never like done ferment how, how are they use in kraut kraut yeah. yeah like one of the yummy maybe not like the old school just pure cabbage kraut but there's um farmhouse culture has a, a lot of beautiful like mm-hmm. you know flavors so I think yeah that's start with the kraut. best one too and koyo yeah, or or fermented or mm-hmm. um, probiotic yogurt. But that's harder to find and harder to make. So start with the kraut. Yeah, I agree. Because I'm very picky. The hard thing I have with ferment, a lot of them are spicy. Yeah. And I don't like spicy food, so I just love you my You got to go for like the dill, like the salty. That's really hard for me to find without any sugar in it. What? Well... I got a recipe in my book for you. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I got to get on the, I got to make my own. I'm too high maintenance. I go to air one and I want my fermented foods made for me, but you'll teach me. Awesome. All right. Thanks for, thanks for coming on the pod. It was a pleasure. Okay. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Yay. I love chatting with Lisa and I especially love cooking with her and eating with her. She's the best. I hope you enjoyed that. And please check out Lisa's ebook, The Foundations. It's insane. It's more than an ebook. It has so much information and so many recipes, over a hundred. There's three different parts to it. You can dive into all things nutrition. I love it. So that will be linked to the show notes, but it's on her website, zincnutrition.com. You can find her at zincnutrition. As always, if you enjoyed this, if you want to support the show, please subscribe. Please leave a rating and a review on iTunes and or Stitcher. It would mean a lot to me. And make sure you join our Facebook group, Actually Adultish Podcast Nation. Make sure you tell all of your family and friends and everybody about this podcast. And I will talk to you again next week with exciting, exciting updates. Bye.